0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On The Reviews Podcast, where if you wanted to review it, my name is DC, and the goal of this podcast bring a ton of movie news, comic news, and even some TV news as well. Today's the 88th episode of the podcast, that's happened on December 12th, 2018. So in the first section, of course, what I do is thumbs up, thumbs down. I basically go over my thoughts about everything that happened the past week. Give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs all the way in a circle. So the first thing I have here is news from the bad boys sequel so if you haven't heard about it um there's gonna be another bad boys movie movies coming out with martin lawrence and will smith they're finally actually doing it there's no more you know speculation and talks like it might not happen it might it might happen who knows x y and z but no it's actually official um bad boys for life which is a weird and horrible title will be actually coming to theaters not exactly sure when, but it's definitely on the, the right track. So another thing that's growth for this um franchise in general is the the um reintroduction to Captain Howard. So um, Joey Um Panalayio, that's how I think I say his name, but he was in the first three, um, so he's definitely in there, and he's gonna come back for the the next movie as well. He's a definitely awesome character, especially for um, part two with the whole Wusa thing. It's just, his character is such an awesome, funny character that I, I think he's like the third character when I think about bad boys. Of course, it's going to be Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, but then it's also going to be Joey as well as the captain. Just because he's such a lovable character and he's just just enough to the point where you want him to be in there, but you don't want to have it where they don't do it without him. Kind of, if you if you get what I'm saying. But yeah, um, his character is such an awesome character, and I, I'm glad that the fact that he's gonna be returning for the the new Bad Boys movie. It's this it's awesome thing to see it. And when you ever bring back all the original characters, then this is gonna be one of the greatest things you could put out there. I think the last movie came out was back in 2003, which is 15 years ago, which is a long time. I don't think this this um, sequel will come out to maybe like a year or two from now. Probably like two years from now, if I really won't be um actually realistic about it. I think in two years you might see the Bad Boys Forever movie, um, or oh, Bad Boys for Life. Sorry, um, if you might see that in probably two years from now, which it's gonna be kind of crazy. But the good thing is they all look like they're in shape, um, and it's gonna be quite a big. A big kind of um, undertaking. I'm not sure exactly what kind of story would they follow with this whole thing, but um, it's supposed to be rumored to be in development right now. So that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool, and I'm actually happy for this. So I give someone a thumbs up all the way. The next thing I have here is um, basically what happened was um, James Wan, he just directed the Aquaman movie. And if you haven't watched it, you should definitely go watch it. It should be coming out in I believe a couple of days. It looks like it's a, it's a very fun movie and it's in the the right direction for what the DCEU needs to head towards. So it is definitely a plus. Um, is it as good as wonder woman, probably not, but it's definitely better than other properties that the, the extended universe has come out with in the last couple of years. So it's definitely in the right direction that I mentioned before. So James Wan, he's normally known for horror movies And when I saw this actual report that came out, this sounds great. And I kind of wish he did this as well, but I understand why he didn't because he's doing the Conjuring movies and those made a ton of of money. So I understand why he wasn't actually doing this, but I would love to see him actually undertake that right now since he's done with the Aquaman movie and shooting all that stuff. So I kind of want to see him go into this kind of realm here. So, the movie I'm talking about is the Blade movie. So, they're talking about doing a reboot a couple years ago, back when Conjured 1 and 2 was coming out. And James Wan pitched the idea. Which, for me, it wasn't wasn't too much of an idea when he came out to it. He just pitched the idea. He wasn't really really sure exactly what he pitched to them. But to hear that he wanted to uh, work on the Blade franchise... Would have been definitely a great thing for him to do, just because him and horror, such a good kind of mix. And I feel that if you do that properly with the Blade franchise, then you can have such a greatness on your hands. And it's always great when you bring um, great talent to the actual um, universes that's out there. So I kind of don't see exactly what happens with this. Maybe in the future, they might have James Wan come and direct one of the the Blade movies. I would love to see him helm one of those um, movies and see what his vision will be for the whole thing, especially now that you want to expand the universe a little bit more. I know they're trying to do a couple of other things with the Marvel universe. So this could be a way to introduce more characters that you may know, um, but you might not know as much. And it's an awesome kind of way to bring other characters into the world. So for me, Thumbs up just hearing the fact that he really wants to do a Blade movie. And the fact that he pitched the idea. So that, that for me just spells all greatness. Um, And ho- hopefully they allow him to do it. Really hopefully they do. The next thing I have here is some um news about MoviePass. So MoviePass has been up and down for the longest period of time. It's been going through a lot of hardships in this past year and it doesn't stop at all so they're actually just announced a a new subscription model that they're gonna have it's gonna be like a tiered kind of model which for me it just makes no sense it's it's one of those things where you're potentially wasting a lot of people's time and for me when i see these kind of things come out and when they're trying to you know change up too many things it makes me look at it and say all right you might as well let this whole thing die. It's not going to compete with anything else right now because you had your time and you squandered it away. It's just one of those things where uh, I'm okay and it's okay that no one should go back to this whole um, movie pass deal. So the tier system, basically what it comes down to, tier one is called select. And there's three kind of uh, modes within that whole tier system, which is going to be um, $10 a month, $13 a month, and $15 a month. This will offer you three two D movies per month with a limited amount of movie pass rotation schedule. So if you don't know about it right now, there's a rotation schedule for a Movie Pass. So basically it's like like two movies you can see per like I think day. Either per day or, or per week, something like that. It's it's a very small number. So you're very limited in the amount of shows you can actually watch with movie pass. So now this is offering it at um a different price, like t- basically the same model you have now is $10. So they're actually offering that there for the tier one um, kind of subscription service to it, which to me, it's, it's nothing new, nothing different, nothing changed. So so it's whatever to me, but it's, it's not worth your money. So if you imagine that's not worth your money, imagine a tier two process to it, which is called all access, which is going to be $15 or seven, um, $18 or $20 and that offers you three 2d movies per month with no restriction to what you can see which you might think oh okay no restrictions that might sound great Eh, not really for for me this is a little too late and this should have been the first tier because when it comes down to it if you offer a, a subscription service that is very limited then why would anyone get it just because you know you have AMC lists out there. There's no sense for you to get a a a tier subscription service that you can't really do much with it. it. It just feels like you're you're wasting a lot of people's time. But let's let's keep on going. There's um the final and last tier, which is tier three, and it's called the red carpet. Should be amazing sounding, right? Wrong. <laughs> the a red carpet is basically um either twenty dollars a month, twenty two dollars a month, or twenty five dollars a month. And that offers you three movies per month with no schedule restrictions and include one IMAX or three-format movie. Yay! So, if you loved MoviePass, then that might be an option for you. Or, if you're a smart individual, you would join AMC A-List, which is a a lot better with their model when it comes down to it. You get three movies a week. And that covers under the $20 subscription service, which I've heard that it's going to go to $24 or $25 quite soon. But even that's fine, and it's a lot better than this. i say the only reason why I even went with Pass for so long was because it dealt with other movie theaters besides AMC, and that made it worthwhile. But with these restrictions and the limited amount of shows you can actually see it, it just makes it to point where you're wasting your time, you forget forgetting it and the three movies a month is this, it's a very short thing to go through, like a movie person like myself, I could go through that in one week and, and be done and, and that, that doesn't spell anything good for me, uh, when they did the whole once a day kind of thing it was very very good model, I, I wish they would at least make one of these tiers where you could see at least two movies a week, even if it's not exactly what um, AMC is doing. But at least do like the two movies a week and have a little bit of restrictions, like maybe say a week worth of restrictions. So anything that's new would be like a week behind on Movie Pass. That would be fine. But the fact that they don't do either one of these things and they're still trying to hold to the the three the three dollars $3, three movies a month kind of model, it just, it feels like you're really not going to get the bang for your buck and you're going to end up spending a whole lot of time being frustrated because you can't see certain movies because of the blackout dates. If It feels like you're winning a ticket for an airplane service and it's like, all right, there's blackout dates, you can't really do this, you can't really do that, and you're stuck in this one little period where it might work or it might not work. So for me, this one here gets a full thumbs down. It just gets the furthest thumbs down I can if I could hit my thumb all the way down to the core of the earth, I would. It, that's how much I dislike this whole thing, to be honest. It just, it, it's a waste of your time. You should not even try to go back to MoviePass. You're, you're better off just, you know, paying for the movies upright. It, it, it's that horrible of a um, subscription service. So the next thing up here is the the 2019... Um, nominations for the golden Globe golden globes so there's quite a few interesting movies here for best picture um drama it's um black panther black Klansman, um bohemian Rhapsody, if bill street could talk and a star is born for this one i feel that in this series here i think a star is born might win just because it it, it pulled quite a bit i know black panther might have an opportunity but I feel between Black Panther and Stars Star Born, A Star Born might inch it out very, very small, very, very small on percentage. I think with this one, it could potentially not win just because A Star Is Born a was pretty solid. It really was. Which made me think why it was going to end a musical section. Because I, I, I feel like that was more musical than drama, kind of. But I, I digress. So the next one here is um, Best Motion Picture for Music and, and um, Comedy, which for me, it is, it's weird when you combine those two genres together. There should be enough movies in the year where you can make their own comedy section and then own musical section. So in this section here is Crazy Rich um, Asians. The Favorite, which just came out recently, um, Green Book, Mary Poppins Returns. Uh, that's just came out recently as well, I think, or coming out very, very soon. And then Vice. So those moves are awesome. I have not seen all of them, but from what they look like, it should be a great selection there. Moving forward, um, there's quite a few standout places here. Um, For the best performance by actress in a motion picture drama, um, the one that stands out here is Lady Gaga in there. She did quite a good job for that movie, and it's kind of cool. Also, Melissa McCarthy is in here for Can You um, Ever Forgive Me? Which I have not seen, but I've seen it looks very good. Um, Next thing I've here is is best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama. So Bradley Cooper. So A Star is Born is represented quite well in here. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody has some leverage here as well, but not as much as A Star is Born. There's quite a bit for A Star is Born on this list, actually. You have other things like The Favorite. They got a couple um, nominations as well. You have Mary Poppins Returns. Um, they received a couple nominations too. But so far it looks like all, all the um, movies that's actually listed on, these, on this um, Golden Globe is not bad at all. And it looks like A Star Is Born has quite a bit of the nominations on here. So I can imagine they'll come out with at least two or three um, awards during the whole night, which isn't bad at all. This is one interesting thing, though the best motion picture for animated. The list here is kind of interesting. The um, Incredibles Two, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, Roth breaks the Internet, and then um, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I feel that, based on what I've heard, and I have not seen this movie yet because it's come because it's coming out tomorrow. It's going to be Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I've heard great things about it, and I feel like it's going to clutch this series right here. There's not really anything in this list of movies that could compete against it. Maybe Incredibles 2, just because of of how much folks will love it. But I think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is definitely going to take the animated um, movie itself. That's what's going to happen when it comes down to it. Besides that, um, A Star is Born is definitely going to win quite a few. I'm just looking through this list and... You can see it, it's flooded everywhere. Everywhere it has "Stars Born," "A Star Is Born." It's nominated for quite a few things: um, best original song, um, best original score, both um, supporting and lead actors and actresses. It just—it's um, gonna—it's probably gonna win at least three out of five or six of them that they're nominated for. So it's—it's actually cool to see all these movies actually pop up in there. I've seen quite a bit of it. Um, and the, it should be pretty good. I'm not gonna watch it this year because I, I really ever watched the Globes. But I definitely will see the results and potentially do a a Golden Globe slash uh, something else next week and just do it where the Golden Globes will take up half the time for the actual um podcast next week potentially. So that's for me. But yeah, for that all all these listens here, I give this one a thumbs up just because. This year has been a great year for movies and it looks like a solid kind of um show that's gonna happen this year. Uh, I can't can't wait. The next thing I have here is the Avengers um endgame trailer. So they finally actually noticed well really noticed. They finally put out the actual um title for Avengers, the new the not Avengers four is Avengers Endgame because this is supposed to be not like a sequel kind of to the infinity war movie is originally how it was built. It's supposed to be part one and part two, but they separated and made two different movies itself. So it's going to be two different entities. And from what they've showed so far, it looks okay. I gave this one a thumbs middle and a lot of folks are going to hate me because of that. Just because I I really wasn't feeling this trailer too much. To be honest. I'm not a, f- a complete fan of the the parts that had Iron Man in it. I- I'm I'm over his character. I kind of wish that he, you know, perished in the Infinity War movie, but he he-, he survived. Spoiler alert. Sorry for that. Um, but the the trail starts off with him in space, and he's basically talking to his helmet. Which for me, I'm trying to think about in Infinity War. I swore that his suit was fully made and he's good to go. Plus, when it comes down to it, Iron Man is a a man that fixes things. So the first Iron Man movie you had him build a complete suit from scraps and heaps and junks and piles from like the middle of the the desert and whatnot. So you, you're telling me that he can't fix something? Especially if he's in a spaceship. He can't fix something to make himself breathe in you know the atmosphere that's out there, the space and sort. Um, so for me, it just—it's eh, not really my kind of cup of tea with that kind of aspect right there. But when you have the the Captain America and the Black Widow scenes and Thor as well, that's what those scenes are good too. So you bring all those together, and I really enjoyed those aspects of the trailer, just because there's a lot of fun, there's a lot of um, sadness as well. When Captain America speaks, you always want to take him seriously. And Chris Evans is doing an amazing job. It's sad to see that he's going to be leaving soon. Well, potentially leaving soon um, from the whole Captain America vibe. But I believe his sections in this trailer alone were top notch. And probably the funniest part of the whole trailer was um, Paul Paul Rudd at the end. That part there made me laugh really hard. Just because it feels like... He's one of the bros that he's one, you know, the guys that are like coming outside of the, yo, open up for me. Come on, hurry up. So it is, it, it it looks funny and it sounded funny. And for me, those scenes there made it better for me. Just that the reason why this one got a thumbs medal was because of the whole Iron Man aspect. Uh, I'm okay. And I'm kind of like anti-Iron Man. I'm not sure why, but uh, I'm over his character and all the things that was happening in the trailer for him. So, for me, this the more Captain America, more other characters, less of Iron Man, just because they featured him so much in the last couple of movies, he doesn't need to be featured in this one. It's just a glorified showcase of it would be awesome, but to see that he's in a ton more, I'm okay. I'd rather not. So, the next section I have here is coming to theaters. So, basically, every week there's a few movies that come out in theaters, and I rank them from interested to I'll Pass. So if you click on the actual um, website and go through the podcast section there, you will see the trails that come out for these movies. And this week we have a good number of movies coming out. So far, it's gonna be four movies. One that's coming out today, which is um, "Once Upon a Deadpool," which is basically the um, the retelling of Deadpool Two, but a PG thirteen um, feeling kind of vibe of it. So for me, um, I Unfortunately, I gave this one a hard pass. It's one of those things where you you're retelling Deadpool two, which I understand why you did it because you're trying to figure out if he's going to be good in the PG thirteen world. For me, it just it doesn't spell anything that'll be worthwhile watching. From what I've heard in reviews, it's basically the same movie, but they added on the Princess Bride scenes with um Ben Savage, which. I'm okay. I don't need to go pay my money to go, or not really pay my money, but waste my my two hours watching the same movie over and over again. And it was okay to watch the first, I think I saw it two or three times. So I can't say I'll be able to see it a third time, or third or fourth time, and not find myself bored with the whole thing in general. So for me, this watchability is not that high. And for me, I'd rather not visit back this whole, um, deadpool pg-13 vibe it feels like there's a lot of things that could go wrong and i've heard quite a bit of stuff that potentially they go wrong which i'm okay with i um, leaving out and not actually seeing the whole thing in general the next movie i have here is the mortal edge mortal engines so this is done by um guillermo del toro and he's he's very very cool he's he's um responsible for a lot of um, is it is it him or Peter Jackson? Hold on, Del Toro. It's Del Toro. Um, so yeah, it's a whole lot of things. Where actually no, it's Peter Jackson because it's Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but yeah, it's one of them too. Um, sorry, I don't have it in front of me, but it's one of them too. The movie looks pretty cool, pretty solid. I- I'm I'm semi interested in seeing it just because it feels like it should have quite a bit of coolness to it. But at the same time, I'm not too fond of the whole um, bigger city encapsulating a smaller city. It just—it feels like I'm not really sure what the story will be about. When when I saw the actual trailer, it it drew me a little bit, but not enough to say I really want to know what happens. Uh, I I'm okay with finding out, but it's it just one of those things where I, I kind of wish they had a different concept. I can be honest, a different concept would have made this all ten times better. But I understand why they went this route. It's because, you know, it looks very, very cool. It looks very, very aesthetically pleasing. So I kind of want to see a little bit what happens, but not really. I wouldn't, like, run to movie theater to watch this movie. But I will say if I happen to be near a movie theater, I'll go watch this indeed. The next trap here is The Mule. So this one is with um, Bradley Cooper as the, not like guest star kind of, and then Clint Eastward. He's the the main person there. So it's kind of cool to see that Clint is still doing more movies. I believe he he also directed this one as well. The trailer itself looks pretty solid to be honest. I I really want to see what happens with this character, because um when it comes down to it, he's a pretty old character, and when it comes to him being a mule, I can see quite a quite a bit of dangerous things ensuing, which it looks like from the trail that quite a bit of danger comes up quite quickly and quite easily. So for me, I, I don't mind. I, I kind of want to see this. I am quite interested in seeing the mule and seeing where this lead off to because it seems like a story where it just holds pretty strong and pretty true to how things will be outside, and what will you do for the right amount of money. It, just, it seems kind of crazy and kind of cool of a vibe to actually watch and see um, for myself. So for me, I'm quite interested in seeing that movie. The last one I have here for coming to theaters is a movie that I'm very excited to see, which is supposed to be the best movie of the year, which is a very tall order, and I'll be able to judge that tomorrow when I see it, And this movie is called Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So it's basically um, Sony's um, attempt to do a crossover of sorts of quite a bit of spider people. So Miles Morales is the main star in the hit. Um, this a black Spider-Man. And um, Tom, um, not Tom, um, Peter Parker is the next one. Um, I was about to say Tom Holland for some strange reason. I know he plays in MCU, but I was like, yeah, what's his name again? Peter Parker, yes. So, um, he's in as well. You have um Spider-Gwen, which is Gwen Stacy, and you have other um the Spider-Park, Spider-Ham, sorry. Yeah, Spider-Ham. So, you have him as well. And it's quite a bit of Spider-people that's going to pop up into it, and I heard that there's a few more that's going to showcase um later on different iterations of it. So, I kind of want to see exactly what happens in the whole universe. I want to see how does he stop it from going bad? and potentially what can they do for a feature um talents of this franchise. Well kind of franchise, but more like animated property for its own kind of right. So, um that's all I have for this episode. Uh, you can find us on all social medias. On Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes at Bring On Reviews, you can find us on Twitter at bringonreviews, Nova and that one. You can use the hashtag bringonreviews for any comments, personal reviews, and suggestions you might have. You can even visit the website, which is bringonreviews.com, for any movie reviews, and even this podcast as well. If you love watching TV shows, enjoy watching movies. Therefore, you should definitely put your voice out there and start writing some reviews. If you want to, write for reviews for this website please email me at info at and use the subject line i want to join the review team um, besides that you can also send in any questions and inquiries you might have to that same email address as well do find me on social media on instagram snapchat and twitter at dwight c that's d-w-i-g-h-t-a-n-t-c Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Or if you want to email me directly, you can email me at dc at reviewscom And we'll catch you viewers next time.